Welcome to the Dynasty Dashboard Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Whitman, at PhillyWizWithout on Twitter and Sleeper. Every week, I discuss real trades from real leagues I play in, bring on actual league mates as guests, and also discuss current NFL topics and their direct fantasy football impact with a focus on Dynasty, but also redraft and best ball. If you love fantasy football and passionate about trading, then give us a listen. All five-star ratings and followings on Spotify and Google Podcasts are greatly appreciated. So without further ado, here's this week's episode. Big Jan. What's up, brother? What's going on? Well, you know, just doing what to do. We got Jan, we got Scooby, I guess Willie just bailed. That's right. Yep. How's it going, fellas? Doing all right. Good. Good. all year. What's that? Seven championship teams. Nice. Got um. Took me all year, but finally learned how to how to edit this uh, podcast a little bit. So <laughs> we can bullshit around at the beginning a little bit. <laughs> Seven. Um. How many leagues are you in total? Are you over the? Are you in the the twenty club? The thirty club? I think I'm right at like 30, but I did a lot. Like all the startups I did last year, or majority of them, I did like a year one tank. Mm-hmm. So like I was trying to just build those teams for 2023, but so not really any of those teams hit the yeah. hit the playoffs that much. But right. um, but I pretty out of like I think I had 11 teams that are, or 12 teams that I was really trying to win in. Ten of them made the playoffs. Seven of them are alive in the championship. So decent. Oh. I think I had so uh, sixty leagues. Damn, made 17, 17 championships. Damn, and I think so. I'm still technically even some have third place payouts. So they're like at a thirty one possible payouts still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's still good. Uh, basically, if you do the math, a lot and there's like I'm not in any winner take all league except like some redraft best balls and stuff, but. Most leagues, if you win it, usually it pays for your dues for at least like five to seven years. Yeah, kind of break it down like that. So, you know, one one championship usually covers around like seven leagues. Call it, call it six, like split it, split the difference. So, uh, yes. Knocking on the door. Sorry about that. All right, boys. Um, I don't know if you had a minute to check this out, but not not much news this week, which. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a good thing. But um, the big ones, there was like three real big things, right? That, that I that I noticed at least. Um, big one, Derek Carr being kind of benched. All right, it wasn't really like a benching. He's not hurt. He's just quote unquote stepping away from the team. Yeah, sounds so, like, like yeah. read into that. Whatever you want, but I, well, what I read was they were they were trying to keep him healthy for a possible trade. Right. And that makes the most sense. Because why else would you do that? I mean, they're still starting Adams. They're still starting, you know, Wilder, Jacobs, Renfro, everyone. He's got yeah. the health clause in his contract. If he's not, if he can't pass the physical on like the third day of the league year, he's guaranteed $23 million. So if he gets hurt in the next two games, they have to pay him no matter what. So it's just not Yeah, also I saw... I saw that they have three days after the season, three to five days, I think, after the season is over to cut him for only $5 million cap hit. 
Yep. Um, so I, I don't know if there's rumors that like they were saving him for a possible trade. And then there's also that they just cut their losses um, and just cut him. But either way, I don't think he's the problem. No. No. I I think he's kind of one of those guys like, you, you know, you know who Derek Carr is. You know, he's not going to be like a top five quarterback ever. Like people were kind of hoping going into this year, top seven. But not like a bottom. He's not a bottom five, seven quarterback either. He's he's solid. He's reliable. You know, he doesn't have like the insane floor or a ceiling that like hurts. And you know, Allen and Mahomes will have. But um, but I mean, this year, like a lot of people probably lost lost their league from or lost their uh, you know their championship last week because of him. Um, so it wasn't great. But you know, if you're if you're the ownership of the Raiders. You basically have this decision. Do you keep the coach or do you keep keep the car? Right, and I, if I remember correctly, they uh, the Raiders, um, like I don't know the ownership or whatever, the team doesn't have all that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they could be, you know, pretty excited yeah. about getting out of Carr's contract to get some of that money off the books. That would make sense. I mean, they have that you know a brand new stadium in Las Vegas super you know expensive real estate down there and i think they still have waller signed and renfro adams chandler jones renfro right um they really went all in on this season they signed jones traded for adams extended uh waller renfro car yeah yeah i mean going to this this year, I mean, that was like the division, right? How it's going to be shootouts every game. You got the Broncos, you got the Raiders with Adams, you got obviously Chiefs, you know, the Chargers, and, yeah. and besides, you know, Mahomes coming through. It's just been a real disappointment that whole entire division. Yep. So, yeah, I got this spreadsheet here with um, that they give out in uh, Scott Connors off Dynasty and Chill Patreon, but it's like, pretty sweet it's like nfl fantasy depth charts but it gives everyone on every team and their contract status but so just a little like info but it says car so 2023 that's the second year of his new deal whatever that means i don't know the details of it but and then we say waller so he signed a new three-year deal that was going into this year though um yeah before last season car signed three years i think it's 121 million and then they, yeah. paid, they paid Waller, and then they obviously traded for Adams and made him the highest-paid receiver, I think. Yeah, so Adams, 2023, that'll obviously be the second year of his deal, but he has zero guarantee money, uh, 20 mil roster bonus for 2023. He doesn't have any guaranteed money next year? I don't believe so. Renfro had 4.32 mil guaranteed for 2023. That is weird. Okay, I guess he could be traded. This I guess he could be traded. I highly doubt he's down to play with like a rookie or something next year. He came to Las Vegas to play with Carr, who he played with in college. Right. Yeah, and he's been solid like all year. Like, what's Adams uh, did wide receiver three in PPR or something like that? He's definitely um, been good. Like it doesn't feel like it, but he's he's not quite as efficient. But he's like it's hard to say that because he's still like you look at he's. Plenty of touchdowns. He's double digits in touchdowns. He's, you know, dude, he just does his thing every year. Like he's almost gotten better in his late twenties. You know, about to hit thirty. 
which is awesome to see. So like, I mean, are you guys, I don't know if you have any of them in your champ in your championships leagues, but like, are you starting, you know, with car out, uh, yeah, are you yeah. starting Jacobs? Are you starting Adams? Are you mainly those two? Yeah, I have Adams in two of my championships. I'm starting him in both places because, I mean, Adams with anybody's probably going to put up like 10. And I don't right. think anybody else on my bench that will do more. I benched Jacobs in my one of my more important leagues for AJ Dillon um, <laughs> with like San Francisco. And right. now without, without Carr, I'm, I'm good on that. How about you, Jan? Any, any Adams, uh, Jacobs? The only share I have is in a best ball league, so I don't have to worry about it anyways. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. then Jacobs, I mean, I don't know. I saw this uh, the interview with him in the locker room this week, and that man is not happy being in Vegas. So he looks like he's – well, one, he's definitely not going to resign there. He's gone, but I don't, just don't know if he even wants to play the rest of the season out or, or right. what he wants to do there. But. Yeah, the key could play a little bit like reserved, knowing that he is playing for a contract in the offseason. Yeah, it's, and he's uh, proved himself. It's looking scary, and against the Niners, you know what are you gonna do? It's uh, right. I'm only starting where I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have Adams in. It's just like, who else am I? Who else are you gonna sit him for? Really, is like what it comes down. It's like him. You know what I mean? It's like, like you said, he's gonna get a solid floor. Hope, hopefully, at least in PPR, um, double digits. You know, at least he won't knock on wood. Hopefully, you know, goose egg. Yeah. Um, I have one decision to make with Jacobs. I only have him in one league. Uh, it's the Dynasty Warriors reprise league uh, you're in too, Jan. But it's like Jacobs versus San Fran or, you know, and then I'm looking at like CPAT, Dante Foreman, you know. Foreman I would go Foreman over Tampa Jacobs. Bay. I would go Foreman's, he, like he's either, he has one great game and he has one terrible game and, you know, like, he had 24.6 points last last week. The week before, he had 0.9. You know, it's just it's flip floppy. So yeah, but I think I saw a thing. Might where as well. Like, I think I saw a thing where like his good games came with Darnold. So like, oh maybe I don't know that either. Yeah. Way, like Jacobs really could give you like a really bad game. So you just you're risking it playing him. Yeah, but well, I mean, yeah. Could say the same thing for Foreman, but I'm sure I'll be staring at those two, you know, every every day till Sunday. But um, but yeah, so so it looks like too. I just saw a little news that it looks like Hertz is trending towards being like not playing. He's doubtful right now um, against the Saints. So it's pretty Lamar. much like tomorrow, Lamar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't practice all week. Like Hertz, he practiced and he was like limited. They said he did everything except the. I think they said three cone drill from a beat reporter around here. Um, so it was looking good there for a minute, but you know, who do they play? Uh, the Saints. Yeah, probably no need to play him. The good Min- news is every team I have Hertz, I also had Minshew league, but I had to trade for him. Um, and Mitchell's solid. I mean, he's, in my opinion, he's a top 20 quarterback league. You know, Whoa. we stand everyone up next to each other, <laughs> um, like on any team. But, um, you know, so he's easy to kind of plug and play. But, like, let's do a little sit start uh, fantasy finals. 
um, addition here. So if you, you know, you're, you're, let's say your quarterback too, right? You're trying to figure out your quarterback too. Are you sitting or starting Gardner Minshew or Brock Purdy? What are the matchups? Uh, Purdy versus Las Vegas. Um, I don't know what Debo status is. Give me Purdy. Or Minshew, right? Versus the Saints. Either I think both are pretty pretty close options, but I'd probably go with Purdy. I think they're both pretty damn safe. Like Minshew had a quote unquote like bad game, and he had twenty eight point six five points last week versus uh, a pretty solid Dallas defense. Um, but Purdy had you know just around a corner there, but twenty two point four points against also a good Washington defense with uh, Chase Young back. All right, so how about Gardner Minshew or Tom Brady? Oh God! Jinx. Who does Brady play? Is it? Isn't this crazy? Like you, you, uh, Carolina. Uh, they're playing for the division, really. Right. Um, so the last time they played each other, Tom Brady ended up with fourteen point seven points. It was away at Carolina, but Mike Evans dropped a touchdown that game for seventy-five yards. Yeah, I mean, you look at his past numbers; they're all green. Oh, you want to see, except in the te- in the touchdown category. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's like he's every game he's passing for at least 43 pass attempts, like 40, you know, into the 50s. Uh, yeah, I would go. I would go. I would go Brady. Yeah, but the old dog. I think there's a better chance that Minshew, like they get up to a big lead and like Minshew slows down and starts, you know, giving the ball to Sanders. Yeah, I mean, I like, I think I like, um, all in all, like, the weapons I like better on Philly's side, the playmakers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun to say, uh, Brady has good ones too, but, you know, with the with the ceiling of A.J. Brown compared to, like, Evans and, you know, Schmitty versus Godwin, um, the running backs are probably pretty close, I guess. Um, all right, and then I got one more for you. Um find a good one here pulling up uh, alright so Gardner Minshew or Daniel Jones versus Indy Doms I'm gonna All go right. with Minshew yep yeah I gotta go Minshew there too but I get why I mean again it's a it's a close one but you know, it's a, it's pretty crazy. J- Jones had 42 pass completions, pass attempts, I'm sorry, and then 30 completions last week for 334 yards. But that's what Minnesota makes makes you pass right. that much. Yeah. In Indianapolis held Herbert and check, so, I mean, it's, it's rough. Right. Yeah. Yeah, talk about a disappointing season. Herbert, man. Um, all right, so, all right, you're starting Adam, starting Jacobs if you have to. Um and let's see here. What about yeah? Tua is your next one. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So Tua out of nowhere, right? In concussion protocol. Um. Theodore. <laughs> Theodore Bridgewater to start. I don't know why I wrote Theodore. I think I thought it was funny to myself, and then <laughs> just left it. <laughs> but yeah, Tua, Tua, Tua. Like, I, I Tua. I only had because I. I had to trade for him in a couple leagues, but um, 
the concussions are starting to get a little worrisome, but I mean, like, does this do anything for him? Does this bump him out of like that tier of quarterbacks where he is? Um, do you have any to us? Like, what do you guys, what do you think of this? Man, he's risky. <laughs> Might shut him down for good. Yeah, like he's done for the fantasy season, right? But, you know, going into next year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. I've never been a big fan of Tua anyway, just because I thought mm-hmm. he's. Well, I'm not, obviously concussions are not a, have nothing mm-hmm. to do with your general size, but like I don't know. I just right. all these concussions now. Like I really think there's a chance that like Brady goes to Miami next year. So I don't. I don't know. I'm not a huge Tua. To a fan, um, probably should just sold him whenever he was being considered for like MVP. Yeah, like week two, mm-hmm. week three, he was you know top of the. He was still kind of winning some people over, I think, that were you know kind of on the fence on him. But like when he's in, he's what twenty five points per game, pretty much for now with those with those weapons. But um, and it's just kind of ironic that you know going into his his career right he had that catastrophic injury at alabama um and that's never been an issue really i don't think i don't think as far as his career goes you know in the nfl um and just this year the like the concussions they've just compounded and you know like they literally changed the rules over him right with the con- concussion protocol yeah but I don't know. Like he's, I don't have many shares, but he's. Uh, I think he's for me. Like he's still in that third tier of quarterbacks. He's just dropping down a little bit in the rank. Would you in that tier? Would you rather? Does that make sense? Have, yeah. Would you rather have him or Carr? Um, some more in in their struggle. Like or suddenly yeah. they're up and down in value. So who would you rather I, have I, going into twenty three? Um, I think I'd rather if Tua's in Miami with Tariq and Waddle, I want Tua. Mm-hmm. But yeah, both but of them if, could be changing. Most of both of them could be changing spots. Like, I don't think it's ridiculous to believe that Brady could go to Miami. Like, if they were both competing for the Miami job, I think I'd rather. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, just an interesting. Yeah. yeah. Brady what about you, Dan? Any Tua uh, input here? You got a you. You're a Tua, uh, Tua guy, aren't you? Tua, I like Tua, but I like you said it, it definitely won me over in the first couple of weeks, and then it just kind of went mad after that. But <laughs> so it, he's like you said, third tier. He's like I'll start when I need to, but I don't have a lot of shares of him. Yeah, I made like a hail mary trade for him in one of the. Uh, one of the leagues for him. I forget which one. I think it was trade X. Um, like first round, I had Kyler and Lamar, you know, go down pretty much week to week. Um, yeah, and trade X won and like made a trade for him. And like he, he had a pretty down game, I believe, that that day, that week. Um, I'll pull up his numbers here real quick. That was just what a week ago. So a week ago versus Green Bay, yeah, he 16. 24 points, uh, 310 pass yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. That's pretty much what killed him. Yeah, he looked like he was lost in that game. Like the last one especially, he threw it right to the guy. Yeah, and, and now we find out he's in concussion protocol. So, like, how much of that affected it? Um, 
First Buffalo, he ended up doing pretty good, at least fantasy-wise. Like, two touchdowns, salvaged his day, 22 points, um, which, you know, I think a lot of people were kind of feeding him going into the game, which everyone does first first Buffalo. But um, he'll just kind of be one of those interesting guys to just see what happens, you know, because Dolphins are like, they're doing big things in the organization. Like, they, you know, they're up against Josh Allen. They're up against, like, a really good Jets, Jets team, rebuilding team. You know, um, like Mike McDaniel's, he's Mike McDaniel. He's he's the man, right? He's so cool. Um, just their team's great, right? They got like Tariq Hill, but he's he's not young. You know, like they're they're kind of they're win now. Roster construction, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't think that tackle from uh, Norway. Oh right, Armstead. Yeah, yeah and uh, they got um, from the Broncos and the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, Chubb, yeah. Chubb, right? Yeah, so they're. I don't know if they're they're you know as patient as they were you know the the first year or two with Tua anymore. Like he, you know, it's definitely um situation to monitor. You know, I think they're they're ready to go. They're ready to win right now and contend. But they're the team in your league with Kelsey and Adams and you know uh, Derek Henry that <laughs> that needs to go right now. All right, so, um, but yeah, so with, but with uh, Teddy Bridgewater starting, um, he's pretty solid. He's one of the, like the, I say like more premier backups in the league that you can kind of rely on if you have other pieces, right? Tariq Waddle, some of the, R, uh, you know, the RBs on the team. Um, this isn't enough to make you guys sit any of at least the wide receivers, is it? No. Starting them with confidence. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, Five yards to make something happen. Yeah. Right. Just get the ball in their hands and they do the rest. Yep. Which is cool seeing teams build. A lot of teams are starting to build their teams that way. Just get the you know get playmakers, yards after the catch guys, and just need more or less a facilitator to to get the ball in their hands. So. All right, and then, yeah, next news we had a um, pretty big one. Right? Uh, seems like it was about 14 weeks too late, but Nathaniel Hackett was fired, Denver Broncos. Um, is this a surprise to any of you guys? No, he sucks. He's <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> I was worried about him from the jump. I thought I thought they, they, they hired him to try to get Rodgers in Green Bay or in, in to leave Green Bay. And then mm-hmm. it, right after Rodgers announced his, I think it was like the next day or within like three days when he announced that he was going to sign the extension with Green Bay and stay there, all of a sudden they traded for Russ and went like hard after Russ. So I think like Hackett was like the main goal was to get Rodgers. And then whenever it failed, they just kind of had to stick with it because, you know, obviously they already had him. Um, yeah. But I definitely, I mean, he was he was a bad I mean, there was no way. They had no experience. Like, outside of Russ, a bunch of, like, the coaching staff was not all that experienced, like, as far as head coaching. And, like, really, is it that hard to be an offensive coordinator with Rodgers and Adams and Jones right. and Matt LaFleur? Like, he wasn't really doing anything incredible in Green Bay. Yeah. So, right. it was set up to fail from the jump. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know, going into the year, we were, yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, Jerry, Judy, and Court and Sutton. That's just like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf." Well, 
it wasn't really, you know, I think the, the, the better wide receiver core is definitely in, in Seattle and um, at least the more reliable one. And, you know, yeah, but like Judy, they did a lot for him. Judy down the stretch has been playing good. And then and Sutton at the beginning of the year, I think he was top 12 through like three to three, four or five weeks, something like that. Like he, they showed flashes. Both of them are good. I just feel like the offense overall didn't make much sense the way they were running it. It felt like, like, I don't know. It just didn't, especially when Javante left, it took away like the play action because the other team, you know, the defenses weren't respecting the run game at that point. Yeah, you you wouldn't think of, like a running back would make the team fall apart like that when they have names on the receiving core and you know again, Judy and Sutton are good, but they're not DK and Lockett and um, separate at least separators like them. But um, and maybe how much of it now? Like looking at it was um, Pete Carroll, you know, kind of hiding Russell Wilson than <clears throat> the other way around. Yeah, I mean, I really don't think Russ is the problem. Like, I just don't – like, we saw him for years in Seattle. I mean, he he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He still is. Even this year we saw him. Like, his mobility's still there. He's obviously smart. He's a good leader. And, like, he has the arm talent, the deep ball. I just don't think the overall the coaching was bad. You lose your running back. And then your receivers are obviously a, a step down. I mean, he really – like, he, he takes some, like, responsibility for it. But it's not like – you know, it's not like he sucks. I I just I don't think he's quite. I don't think he, there's any way he's this bad, right? No, he's like, like I mean, a he's... top ten quarterback every year, except Leo you know, when he got hurt last year, and like that's not all coaching, you know? Right. You um, know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, like, Pete Carroll's not out there like helping him in the middle of a game. He he was a good quarterback in Seattle. Yeah, I, I just you know how like every year we find out. Couple quarterbacks, couple running, you know, a lot of running backs, usually a lot of wide receivers were playing through an injury all year. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to be surprised to hear Russell Wilson had this, that, and the third, you know, injuries that he was like kind of playing through all year. Right. Uh, and that offensive line is trash. Yeah. I mean, against yeah, the Rams the other day, I felt like every five seconds he was running first life and throwing it out of the pocket. You know, and at his age, like he can do that, but every play, I mean, it's just not reasonable to expect him to do that. Yep. Um, but with Russ, I mean, you know, we all pretty much play in Superflex. Um, do you guys have any shares? Have you acquired any recently? Dude, I have so many shares of Russ Wilson. <laughs> I had like 50% ownership going the year. I had so much of him and Sutton. I thought it was going to be Cup, Cup Stafford. You know, I fell for it. Drank the Kool-Aid. And yeah, that obviously didn't work out this year. But I'm, I'm, I'm buying more as many shares as I can get going into 2023. Because uh, like like on the next question of the show, she's it, best coaching fit. I think it's going to be Sean Payton, and I think it's going to be you know Denver Broncos like hard next year. I think Russell bounce back regardless who the coach is. I just think you you got to believe he bounces back, and if he does, this is the lowest value his you know he'll ever be. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shot, I shot a couple offers out, just a second, a second, and a third. Um, Nobody went for that when I did it. Nope, nope. Um, I did get one for two seconds, but it was like week fourteen ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was a was one, you know, one out of thirty leagues. I think I sent one in. So um, I think everyone who has them, um, they just you know they probably drafted them second round of a startup. You know, so there's just I'm just gonna hold and wait for a, a coach to get hired and that that little 
you know, maybe value bump and that'll be the time to move him or, you know, if you, if you want to get off of him, um, like here's a couple. So who would you rather have going into the, the off season, Jared Goff or Russ Wilson? Russ. Russ. Yeah. Okay. How about Russ Wilson or Daniel Jones? Russ. Russ. <laughs> I'm going to have him as a top 12 quarterback going in next year. Tom Brady signs with Las Vegas Raiders. Tom Brady or Russ Wilson? For one year or in Dynasty? <laughs> uh, in Dynasty. Just, you know, Russ, going into Russ. the year. Just Russ. who would you rather have? Russ. Russ. Yeah, he's Dan, only yeah, definitely Russ still. I mean, Brady, Brady's got probably more better weapons still in Tampa Bay and still just been mad. And then yeah. he goes, he's going to be mm, probably a step down in weapons, but what's he going to get there? Not much. Um, Man, I saw about three games, too, where Mike Evans dropped a 40-yard touchdown. Yep. No one in front of him. His numbers were like a little better. Right. If, uh, look at his stats. Last year, I think he scored 14 touchdowns. This year, yeah. he has as many receptions, as many yards, but he only has, like, two or three touchdowns. So, like, that's right. the it's, problem with Like, they season. were great passes, too. He's, you know, right through his hands or just whatever. I don't know. It's probably in the dead. Earlier in the season when they played Carolina, he had, like, I mean, like a wide open 75-yard touchdown dropped it. But, and, like, I don't know. When he starts dropping things like that, I think Brady, not he doesn't stop going to him, but obviously there is, like – Backs off a little. Yeah. yeah. Second questioning. Like, you see Godwin has gotten, like, insane targets since he was, he's been back because, you know, he's just been the go-to guy because he's been reliable. All right. I see a lot of these in the trade finder. So, one more for Russ. Uh, Russ Wilson or Derek Carr? Russ. Russ. Okay. Take so you guys still over. know Russ. Guys still, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Take him over to all right, so question for you guys. Um, would you rather go over trades or uh, just topics first? Like you guys we got quite a lot of uh, trades to go over because I, I missed last week. Uh, yeah, you can get to go for trades. All right, yeah, let's knock them out. So I think every single one of these, as I was going through, were done prior to week 16. So none have been done since last Sunday in any leagues, which was uh, a little surprising. But um, but yeah, anyone listening um, for the first time, again, these are uh, Trade Addicts copycat leagues. They're 12-team uh, start 10, except TA2. Um, full PPR, super flex, 2.75 tight end premium, and some bonus points for big plays and uh, big games. All right, so Trade Addicts 1, we had Tannehill for Mike White and a 24-second. So Tanny or the white guy on a twenty-four second. Wait, who is this? Ryan Tannehill for Mike White at a twenty-four second. I would take Tannehill. But I mean, if unless, I'm a, uh, unless I'm playing for the championship, right? I was gonna Tannehill. say, if I'm in a championship, I would take, I would take White in the second, just to try to win. But like Tannehill is gonna be a starter next year, without a doubt. And if mm-hmm. he finds his way into somewhere like, I don't know, there's some there's some decent spots that he could go to and, and still be a yeah. top 15 option. I think he's definitely going to get moved out of uh, Tennessee. But, like, 
I don't know. There's, there's got to be some options out there that would be decent. New Orleans would be all right. Um, the Jets would be good. You know, teams like that were. Mm-hmm. I think he could. He would still be solid. Shoot Colts, <laughs> Indy. That, yeah. that, that, that he fits their mold too. Their, yeah, their trend, the division, the division <laughs> rival trade happening. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think he would need to be traded, would he? Let me see. What's her? He's definitely signed through next year, I think. So he's got th- 2023 will be the third year of his deal. Yeah, so gear, zero guaranteed money for 2023, 36.6 mil cap hit in 2023. Yeah, so I, I think they had only traded him. They're a mess, man. They, geez, they got a 29 year old running back, and that's about it. Yep. And they got they got uh, my boy Chiggy. So that's about it, but. Uh, but yeah, so this was my, that was mine. That was like a hail mary again because Mike White was out, Lamar was out, Kyler was out. I just got Tua, and I don't, I didn't want to start Mac Jones. Um, I would have been fine starting Mike White if he was healthy, though. Like if if uh, you know it didn't pay off anyway. But um, but can roll into Tanny, but uh, going into next year, you know, in Superflex, that's I think that's fine. Um, next one we have was uh, Mike Kosicki and a 2023 third for Juwan Johnson. Yeah, I'll take Kosicki in that format. He's a free agent after this year. Dan, was this ours? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. I like it, though. For yeah. Juwan, though, at least if you're contending. Again, this is before week 16, right? Kosicki is just too unreliable this season. I was out of it. You weren't. You you aren't right. You're still in it. Um, yeah. And Juwan, I mean, it's been freaking solid this year, dude. He's getting peppered, you know, all season. At least get you know, you know, he's a red zone threat, and uh, he's kind of like Mike Gesicki, right? Where like he sucks at blocking. Um, he's a pass catcher, tight end from Penn State. <laughs> yeah, they they have a lot of similarities. So um, he he might have uh, you know got himself uh, another feature role next year too so um all right next one we had t higgins and a t higgins a 2023 third and fourth for Diggs and Minshew. yeah this is obviously like you know contender contender rebuilder right works for both teams probably i would do that on either side if i'm rebuilding definitely taking higgins if i'm contending i'll take Diggs. uh yeah exactly so it just depends on if you're contending or rebuilding I love tea so much, so it's it's hard to go away, but <laughs> yeah. And I became a believer in Diggs after because Scoob, this was so me and you did a trade. I got Diggs early in the season, yeah. And then you know going into week sixteen and traded him, but I became a Diggs believer after the season, like having having him on the team. Uh, yeah, not that I didn't believe in him, it's just holding a, an older wide receiver, but. Um, I'm going to still, and it's, I don't know if I talked, um, we talked about it at all, but, you know, going into week 17, I have a lot of teams where, you know, they, they're they just failed contenders from this past year. They got knocked out, um, but they're not, you know, you're not, it's not like you have a bunch of, of players that are just going to retire. Like you can roll into next season pretty confident to at least make a push. Um, and it's that fine line of, Am I going to just keep what I have and try to roll it, you know, maybe make a couple tweaks here and there, but just roll into next year or do I want to tear it all down? Um, yeah. And I think 
this trade for me was like, hey, I can still get get my old guy off of me, my older wide receiver off my team, but have one that's still, you know, you can start with confidence and and get a couple picks here and there. So, um, but all right, so TA two trade X two we had, and then this one's the start eleven. So this we got a little extra depth, a little different, uh, you know strategy when you're maybe when you're doing some trades but going into week 16 uh, i like this first one a lot it was saquon barkley and a 23 second for christian mccaffrey that's insane that's i'm involved so in this one so i won't say anything yet that's gonna be so <laughs> interesting because barkley's a free agent and then you'll have mccaffrey like with probably lance debo iu kittle back next year so that offense is going to be like really good um, but Barkley's a free agent, so like it just really just depends. But if he, if Barkley lands in the right situation, he could be like, he could be, you know, obviously he was, he's been good this year, but like if he lands in a good situation that really, like, if he somehow he got to Philly mm-hmm. or something like that, like it's somewhere that they're going to involve him in the past game, not that Philly is, but like I'm just saying, if, like, a, a team that would really utilize him a lot, he could be, he could be up there with McCaffrey next year. So that's going to be one of those that just going to be interesting going into next season yeah it's kind of like flip a coin for me I guess I the pick kind of makes me look at Barkley side yeah I don't feel yeah, like if you're, it's like not a matter of if you're contending or not with these you know maybe the slight edge to McCaffrey just because you know, the way they're using them with Purdy in but um but I like getting a little plus on top in the start start eleven, so probably the Barkley side. But I could be talked into either one there. Yeah, I, I got the Barkley side. I gave up a CMC as much as I hated to do. I figured they're they're both nearly equal to me, so I'll just take the extra pick. Yeah, yeah. So any other solid game versus uh, Vikings last week too. Yeah, because of the touchdown, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Russian touchdown at the end absolutely um, alright so next one yeah we had uh, uh, Tony P Pollard for a 24 first and third uh, that's going to be interesting as well because as time goes on we get closer to that pick eventually that's going to look like a really good deal for somebody yeah, like first, but Pollard's a free agent if he gets yeah. featured in offense going in next year like He's going to be good. Like, he's, what was he, top 10? Top, he's like RB7 right now with, with Zeke taking all the goal line carries and, you know, holding him back. So that, that'll that be one of those, you know, interesting as well. But if I'm a contender, not any, yeah, he didn't play last night. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't, I just don't know if I could ever give a first for Pollard. Um, I don't know. Twenty. You know, next year he'll already be twenty six. I just he's never been a featured guy. He's he's great, but um, he could be an Edward just, though. You know, like he could, could be. be yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he could be, and that's he's just so good at. He's such a good pass catcher. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a team you know use him even lining up from there, and you know, different kind of. It'd be great to see him go with like a super creative offensive Rams. coordinator. Rams, Rams, Rams. Rams are like a, a Niners um, coaching tree, you know. Yeah, Daniel Miami. Oh, oh man. right. It'd be sick next year. Yeah. Um, I, I get the trade though. Like he, I think this was uh, East Atlanta Santa who uh, 
he was fighting for his uh his life there last week going into going into the um the week um so you know he had to do what he had to do so um all right and that's it for ta2 i think last week they had a ton of them in ta2 um Tree X three again. This is these are all before week sixteen, so none of these have been going into this week. Oh, but first, first one. I was hoping Willie would be on for this, but we had a. Oh, maybe this wasn't his, but we had AJ Brown, Damian Harris, and a twenty-three second for uh, Wondale Robinson, a twenty-three first and a twenty-four first. Goodness, that's interesting. Is. Damien's a free agent after this year. Wandale was hitting his stride before he tore his ACL. And, and obviously not knowing where the picks are. Well, for context, um, which we should do these without context, but that's the 23 first is at, is at earliest the 111. Oh, no. No, I would take AGB side. I was thinking that was yeah. like at least 105, 104, something like that. Yeah, I'm I would pretty sure. AJ Brown side for me. Unless that's a top five sit first or something. Even then, yeah. I still would take AGV. Jan, you're in this one. Um... Sorry, I, I, I got mixed up with something. What was the trade again? Uh, you're, uh, hang on, I'm just pulling up. AJ Brown, Damian Harris, 23 second, or Wandale Robinson, 23 first, 24 first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the AJ Brown side. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> This next one is brutal. Like, this hurts to look at. Yeah, so just just for context, yeah, the 23 first and 24 first are both SD riders. Who, remember, he was on the beginning of the season and we trashed his uh, all-RB team. Well, he's in the finals in in TA3. So, remember him, uh, Scoob? I think you were on with me there. Yeah, but he said... Pretty sure he was the one that said Brees Hall wasn't good, so I still don't forgive him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if hey, I mean, a lot of this is luck, right? Getting getting through yeah. and having a healthy team, and he he uh, he was right about Njoku though. I love I'm a big Njoku guy now. I was not this time last year, but um, yeah. So, all right, and I, I agree. I would go AJB pretty uh pretty easy. Uh, DPJ on. Kate Otten and a 23 fourth for uh, Dylan and Juwan Johnson. That's AJ Dylan's side for me, without a doubt. That's that's just ridiculous. <laughs> pick and Otten, I don't know. Maybe I'm overlooking Otten. I don't really see him as a factor. But the fourth is kind of obviously irrelevant as well. And then DPJ, he's had he's been solid. He's been like a 10 points per game type of guy. But like AJ Dylan's been ripping it the last three weeks, and he's probably going to rip it again this week. And there's a good chance Jones is not on the team next year, in my opinion. And if AJ Dillon's a starter, he's going to be similar to Ramadre. So, um, so I would definitely take AJ Dillon from this point forward. Yeah, that's fair. I was bored. Um, you did that trade? Yeah, this was mine. I'm uh, I'm not an AJ Dillon guy. I was, but he burned me the entire season. Yeah, but was um, it like lack of like talent, or was it just the lack of usage? Was just I mean. Ridiculous. He's getting like three yards a carry. He had three touchdowns in the last two games. So take, actually, he's had one, two, three, four, five touchdowns in the last four games, which is good to see. But um, job. I'm just like, hey, you can you can take him. I like Otten. Like he's a rookie and already proven something in a two point seven five. Um, I didn't premium. Um, 
we'll see where he goes next year. It's a little unknown. So I didn't, I didn't feel great about it, but it was like, you know, whatever. I was bored. <laughs> felt like hitting that guy. And DPJ, I didn't like going into the year, and I would like this better if it were basketball, but I was talking myself into, well, I'll have a full season with Watson, and, you know, they seem to be using him a lot more, and Cooper will be a little older, and, yeah, we'll see what will happen. But, um, yeah, the fourth is pretty much meaningless, but um, you look at it, Otten in a 2.75 tight end premium. I mean, if you had him, are you trading him for a third? Probably not, right? In a yeah, 2.75. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't. I, I kind of overlooked the 2.75. I'm just a big agent going yeah. But you also yeah. traded. I was. Long. I was too going into the year, but like not doing anything. And yeah, he could be the the guy next year, but he could also. I could also see Green Bay just drafting another second round running back, and in a you know in the class that's almost as stacked as the free agent free agent class this year. Um, so it's kind of just a match trade right, for me. Like, there's no one I really want in there. So I was, you know, he was a contender, and um, I'm out of it already. So um, I had my second lowest scoring week of the. I bitched about this so much. <laughs> Uh, my second lowest score in week of the year last week, and it was versus SD Riders in the playoffs. So he he knocked me out. Um, yeah, that's brutal. So yeah, it was kind of a, a spite trade. I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Get off my team. <laughs> but um, right, so next Purdy. Yep. Tanyan for Purdy. Uh, uh, Jan, you want to go? Give a little insight. Yeah, that was me. I gave up. Uh, I gave up Purdy to to Pink and got Tony in return. We went back and forth for a little bit. It was it was actually a, a lot bigger trade, and we just kind of <laughs> I wore him down enough to where he needed help because Lamar was out and he needed to fill in. So it just ended up being a lot simpler than what we were, were working on. Me, so Purdy. funny because he was sending me Tanya for Brady, like one <laughs> for one. I'm like, nah, I can't, you know. <laughs> so it's funny to see uh, he got it done with someone yeah yeah we were just kind of going back and forth and I was just like well Purdy's you know he's just going to be a fill-in he's not going to he's not going to yeah. advance his job it's if anything Garoppolo stays and he's still the third quarterback and yeah and I can use Tanyan as a fill-in when I need to so it was just to get something done and uh, I didn't really need Purdy <laughs> right there will be time to buy back into him if you want yeah so, like, you know, Lance gets hurt or whatever goes elsewhere. Oh, my goodness. Henry so, yeah. for Claypool in the 24th version. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Henry, Claypool, 24 first. Again, week 16, right? This is going into last week. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's what you got to pay for Henry. It's basically a first for Henry, first and a third for Henry. Yeah, and that was going into the matchup against Houston, right? Right. I feel like, yeah, somebody should have gotten more for Henry personally. I would have, like, minimum 23 first, but I would have gone after something a little bit. Yeah, but you you only had four teams to trade with last week, right? And if none of them had a first, you got to look at it like that, too. Probably none of them had their first. Um, I feel like it was still gotta be personally i just i i don't like waiting that long to get the return on such a good player and now like are you anyone giving a first for henry like he's 29 years old you're out of the playoffs why would i give a first for a guy going into summer 
on a team that I mean that's that's what I think about about him. But uh, like he's solid, but yeah, he's super old. Maybe he's Superman, but we saw last year he wasn't. Right, he, he missed week nine to the end of the season, and people were like, "Oh God, he's dead!" You know, like one more injury and. I, I mean, I like that cash. I love the 24 class. You know, like Claypool's not good, but it's a little plus on top. So I see why he did it. I like that. Um, and again, flip side, I mean, obviously Henry is, is insane, but um, but if I had to pick one, I'd go with the 24 first and Claypool side. I take the Henry side on that one big time. That was, that was, that would, I would definitely got more. I can't. 24, I know it's so far. It's like next year's class because we're almost done with this season, but it's just still too far away for me to weigh him points now. Except for that, he didn't play last night, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I would right. for somebody like, I feel like within four teams, there's going to have to be somebody like a Kyler, a uh, Lamar, a Watson, somebody you can, not obviously not straight up, but like somebody you can pursue that way instead of just settling for a pick that's so far away. But maybe, you know, if that. Maybe somebody hits on the 24 first and it turns into a win. Yeah, I think uh, that's fair. Um, I'm sure he tried to get a 23 first for it, but but also, again, the teams that were in it, you know that the earliest is going to be, what, 109? Yeah. Well, yeah. Fair. Yeah, either way. It can go either way on that one. I think he ended up smashing that week, though, too. Um. All right, so next one we had was Lamar and Akers for T-Law and DJ Moore. Mm. Akers, the league winner. Oh, my God, Akers, I swear to God. <laughs> I have one league with him, and, of course, it's like a rebuilder. I just got it thrown in kind of thing, like week eight yeah. when he was, you know, on waiver wires in some way. I prefer T-Law to Lamar right now. They're both top options. I would, And then I really don't want the other two on my teams. Yeah, we DJ were both DJ Moore guys too. You you feel thing. obligated, you feel obligated to start DJ Moore, but you know, right? He's not going to do anything for you, but you still do it every week. It's yeah. terrible. Like, and we've been talking about him being a quarterback away, but like, right every I, year. I'd I'd rather like have like an early twenty three second and just get rid of him and be done. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Because you know the talent's there, but like. We saw it with Diggs, like in Minnesota, he eventually was traded to Buffalo and became like an elite option. But like, at some point, you just like you just gotta accept that DJ Moore's not gonna be that. And then you know, one day if he does, then you were wrong. But like for me, I'm just not waiting anymore for him. That's fair. But don't come sending me DJ Moore offers in the trade. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, check your inbox. No, I'm just kidding. I do have him in one of the. I think it's TA five. This, this, uh, and I, I think I originally drafted DJ Moore in this league. Uh, he's bounced around. I think this is probably the third or fourth different team. Damn, he's like almost, yeah, like he's still, you know, he's still got that, that value in Dynasty because he's so freaking young and he's so good. It's just like, so what? He's got 19.9 mil guaranteed in 2023. So probably, probably not going anywhere. It's like if you're rebuilding. If he's, if he's traded, then the other team wouldn't the other team be able to take his contract? Yeah, they would have. I think they would have to unless they work something out. Like, hey, you cover half. But also, like, if you're Carolina, and I don't know what you're thinking, but you know, like, 
we're rebuilding, who the hell are we going to build around? Terrace Marshall? You know, yeah. um, Ty uh, Smith? Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas, baby. Ian yeah. Thomas. Oh, I love Ian Thomas. I wish he was good. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Anderson's gone, right? LaVisca, he's gone. No, LaVisca's still there. Oh, that's right. He got traded to Carolina. To there, right. Okay. What about um, this? Somebody went all in. Chuba Hubbard, Dante Foreman. Yeah. Jan, what do you think of, of the. Uh, I mean, Lamar versus T Law. That's going to be interesting going into the year. What happens with Lamar? Because his ceiling is just so insane. They just haven't been, done a great job building a team around him at all. Um, that's, that's one of the things I was going to talk about. Um, about people were going to get in the offseason and that's or people were trying to get and that's one of the ones I've actually been trying to do is I got rid of quite a few Lamar shares to go get Trevor Lawrence I think I did one with you or maybe it was Dallas but uh, yeah that's it I got rid of a couple shares of Lawrence, or, uh, Jackson to go get Lawrence just because he's been looking great and he's only going to get better yeah. and he's going to get Ridley next year and right. hopefully that sure. helps out they're doing a good job of building around their, their young quarterback their franchise quarterback Dougie P in there, like you know, I love. We love them. They still, he's still like loved here in, in just Southeast PA in general. Um, you know, just a good locker room coach. And going from Urban Meyer to anyone would be better. But um, like they're really, really showing a lot of confidence in him. Like he's looking like, you know, the second coming of Andrew Luck finally too. He's just playing out of his mind, and he does rush too. He's got really good rushing for a quarterback and. Um, and so almost the exact opposite in in, in Baltimore right now. Uh, you know, Mark Andrews, he's playing through an injury. He's not doing good. Um, and then Rashad Bateman's like the, you know, the books yet to be written on him still. Like, what what is he? Who is he going to be? Um, I, I think he's kind of one of those guys, almost like Mooney, where he's probably a better wide receiver two on the team than he is a wide receiver one. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, all right, any more on that, guys, or move on to the next league? Yeah, move on. All right, so TA4, um, again, all, all week 16. So we had uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Sutton, B-Rob for Andy Dalton, Mixon, and Dalvin Cook. The RBs or wide receivers? I think, again, this is a contender verse. Oh, yeah, this was mine. Retool, I want to say. Re- not even rebuild, right? Uh, so give us, uh, fill us in a little here. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. I was, I got eliminated, so I was looking to move some of the, old, the older running backs and try to see what I can get. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got rid of Mixon and Cook, and then Dalton, who knows what happens next year, and ended up with Cup, who is going to hold just as much value as Mixon or Cook next year, I think, maybe if not more. Yeah. Comes back, and he's still a fucking stud. And then we get the younger B-Rob. Hopefully, maybe Gibson's gone next year or something like that, and he gets the backfield himself. We'll see this weekend since Gibson's out. Maybe he can really turn something up against Cleveland. Yeah. And, then, you know, he's, he's 27. He might be, what, 28 by the end of next year and was sticking with Russ. So he's got a good shot to still be a really good receiver. So this is just like you said, retool and just kind of get get out of the, the old running backs. Yeah. And B-Rob's still – I mean, still – kind of coming back from that you know that's sh- that shooting injury too like he might not be full 100 percent yet either you know and he's putting up good numbers 
Yeah, he's 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 still tilling the rock 15, 20 times a game. So right. it hasn't been bad. It just no. He, he's only going to get better too, I think. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah, dude, I just yeah. Mixon oh. and Cook can be kind of hard to move too. You got to find someone that wants them. You you know what I mean? Uh, in a start one running back league. So I think that's that's fair. It's fair return, so um, and they're older running backs too, right? Where, where I think you know we're not super big running back guys, so I, I like that in general. Scoob, any input? No, I mean I agree with what you guys said. Uh, you know, it just depends on which side of the aisle you're on as far as like contending versus rebuilding. Cool. Um, all right, so next one we had uh, Taylor Heineke for Elijah Mitchell and two-fourths. All right, so we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> this is mine. Uh, this was a Hail Mary. I need a quarterback, too, because Russell Wilson was out last week or something. Someone was out, um, and I was, like, in the semi or quarterfinals still and uh, spammed the league. <laughs> Whoever had, like, a backup quarterback, too, for cheap. Um, yeah, was Russell Wilson out last week? No, he played. He may as well have been out against you. Talking about the Rams? Oh, uh, yeah. Mike White was out. I think I wanted to start. I have Jimmy G, Mike White on IR. Had them on IR. Um, whatever. I mean, I, Elijah Mitchell. I just I like him. I thought he was going to be my running back one on this team going into the year, but he's awesome when he's healthy. But that dude gets so hurt and. Heineke, I can at least, I'm not going to drop him or anything. I think he's like one of those quarterbacks that are not bad to stash in 20, 30 man rosters and super flex. Yeah, because when he's hurt or when he's playing, he's almost like Daniel Jonesy a little bit where he's, he can rush. He can kind of, you know, he's a poor man's Ryan uh, Fitzmagic. Um, so, whatever. Two force and, and a throw in RB, I'll take him. But not, not a, uh, not a blockbuster trade by any means. Yeah. You got to uh, do what you got to do on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I spammed uh, and anyone who had a starter that wasn't in the playoffs, basically, you know, kind of a cheap one because I'm, I'm out of firsts, I'm out of seconds, I'm out of thirds, I think, in there too. So I was like, shit, who can I trade to without trading my starters kind of kind of deal, you know? That's um, a tough position to be in. I have a lot of leagues like that where you're in the playoffs. Right, you're out of firsts and seconds. Really, your only assets are like players, right? That that are starting, that are good. But so you need to trade one to get a spot fill. But you can't trade this player, that player, and this player. So what do you got to do? You know, and a lot of spots like that. But, um. Alrighty, next one we had uh, Matthew Stafford, Jordan Love, a twenty-three fourth and a twenty-four second. Or Derek Carr and a 23 third. Speak of the devil. <laughs> Stafford love a fourth and a second. Carr or a third. Car or car and a third. You can go yeah. ahead screw this was this was my trade too. <laughs> Again, week 16. Yeah. Yeah. Similar situation, both the quarterbacks, you know. Stafford's gonna play in LA next year, but you know, Carr's probably gonna be somewhere new. So, I mean, just a matter of who you prefer at quarterback. What were the picks? Uh, 23 fourth and a 23 second on the Stafford side. 
And then a twenty-eight to take Stafford. Yeah, and then a twenty-three third on. Yeah, I would take the Stafford cut for real. On that one. I, think it, I thought it was a third and a fourth, but to get a second on top, especially if you're like rebuilding, Stafford's gonna be a, you know another top twelve quarterback next year if he's healthy. So yeah, yeah, that was like. Yeah, go ahead, Jan. I was gonna say, yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's, it's that same rebuilding team, and uh, it was just like or retooling, anyways. And uh-huh. I liked Carr, and that was before you know I thought he was gonna lose his job or anything like that. But right. I was like, Stafford back, they're on the same level. I'm not a big love fan, but I might as well get some while I can. And the the, the, right. the second on top was just like, all right, let's just do this. Yeah, Stafford bounced around again too. I initially drafted him I think in here and I love how they show the transaction history in Sleeper yeah but yeah he was drafted at the 305 in October I traded him a 24 first and two thirds for press for Dak and two fourths and I think he like went on IR right after that or right around there and now he just moved again but yeah if he's playing I think I want Stafford and Jordan Love, I mean, who knows? Like, he looked – maybe he's not as bad as everyone's saying. That's a nice, like, add-on piece to get just in case, at the very least, you know? Um, you know, we all need quarterbacks in 12-team Superflex League, so. But, all right, so let me see here. Oop, close out of my apps. Um, uh, this is just a little one. I think that was done. This one might have actually been done going into this week. But it was a 23 second for Brock Purdy and a 24 third. So basically, a, 20, a second or Purdy. Yeah, give me a second. That's a rental. Purdy's back to being irrelevant next year. Obviously, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to go out of their way and make it the starter. So, yep. Yeah, again, a, a retool. Well, Failed contender. This was mine. I got knocked out. I had Purdy and uh, traded him to a guy who needed a quarterback. So threw in a little piece on top of it uh, for the, the, the pick on his side. So, uh, and actually, the guy in the championship this week has Mac Jones. And now he's got to put Huntley in because Carr and Lamar are out. And to the guy who just got Carr from you, Jan. So. Josh West, I hope he'll, he'll be uh, that'll be a tough hurdle to, to hop over. Um, all right, so that was it for TA four. Last one, we had uh, uh, Trade X five. I think so, we had a couple. Yeah, what's up? I think we had a couple more in TA four. I think there was like a couple like one for ones. I just I skipped them because we had so much on here already. Um, did we? What? Which ones did I miss? There was Mike Evans for the twenty three second. Oh, I think I put them in last week. Oh, okay. I'm I'm really salty right now. Hang on one second. Let me see here. Yeah, I think we had them in, in last week. There was a couple or two weeks ago. Let me see. In my championship matchup with some guy, someone yep. just traded him. Devontae Smith, a second and a third for Pittman and Pollard. Jesus. I just got yep. screwed. Mike Evans, that was in October, wasn't it? Am I messing it, Jan? Um, it happened, uh, it was, let's see. Sure, it was. 11 oh. days between you and Josh West. In TA5? 
or four oh, and four yeah oh yeah yeah i gave a uh, 23 second for or i gave mike evans i got a 23 second yeah yeah probably could have got more but did you again, do the, uh the trey mcbride one too uh i did that last week the tony and godwin yeah yeah that was on the last show sheet um I like that one. I looked at that again today. I was when I was putting these on. I was like, oh, I like that. McBreezy's looking pretty good, and the uh, Andre, the Hard Knocks one. Um, yeah, Ramondre. We did that last one too. Okay. Yep. Uh, I put it all in and I double checked, but I mean, we can talk about it if you want. What do you Ramondre no, I was just, for Henry? I was, just, I was just scrolling through and seeing what was on there. Yeah. Um, but, all right, so last league, TA5, we got Keenan Allen for Stafford. Am I reading this right? Did I write that right? Yeah. Keenan Allen or Matthew Stafford? I mean, I'm going Stafford, but I don't know about you. But uh, me and Scooby got going on right now in TA1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to trade in Mike Evans for Stafford, and he ain't keen, buddy. <laughs> Gotta come stronger than that. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm the only QB I have next year, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah if you win, it doesn't matter next year. You could just tell everybody how good you were last year. <laughs> that's that's future jam problems. I think Mike Evans is heading for like a Keenan Allen type of value this year, where it's just he's all no one knows. Well, he's got a better quarterback, but um, now's the time to get out if you can. Um, well, what do you think of uh, Keenan Allen or Stafford? I gotta take Stafford. Yeah, I'm gonna say unless I'm like unless I'm in the championship once again, like that's something I'd consider doing. But like, if you're just doing that to non-contenders, I'm taking Staff easy. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, that was uh, D Ziegler and uh, Jake Cleave. Yeah, so they probably needed, a, I guess, a desperate fill-in. Um, their team's pretty old, so I think they were just like, you know what, screw it. We got, we got to go for it. We got, you know, Stafford on IR, and someone took advantage of it, and good trade. So, um, next one we got uh, the Duve. So it's Devin Duvernay, twenty-three, third, and fourth for Jet McKinnon. So basically, two fourths and a third, or McKinnon. Contending, rebuilding, contending. You want McKinnon, rebuilding. You want the picks for a third. Uh, it's Devin Duvernay, a twenty-three third and fourth, or McKinnon. I mean, yeah, sure. If I'm contending, I'll do that. Like, not really a league-breaking deal on either side, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably just take McKinnon either way on that one for me. Yeah, I like I like the um, third rounders just to have like going into this off season. As soon as the off season hits, you know, McKinnon just kind of drop back down to. I think people probably want to fourth over him, kind of thing. So if you're out of it, it's a good time to perfect per- perfect RB to sell right now and just get like a couple picks if you if you need room, you know, have some room on your roster, have some picks to mess around with. Um, is like this come a rookie class? I'm just stacking up in the third and fourth round, just running back, running back, running back as many as I can, uh, taking shots on them. Um, 
All right, next one, a little weird one, but we had to chase Claypool for Matty Ice and one hundred thirty-five dollars of fat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dissect the hell out of this one, huh? <laughs> so, oh, you guys are all in here too, right? Yeah. So someone dropped Minshew just out of nowhere, and that sparked the whole thing, right? And then this trade happened right after it, I believe. So, and at the time, I think Matt Ryan was, you know, starting going into there. So, like, you know, obviously, I'd rather have Matt Ryan than Minshew because that's what the turn thirty-five became. But what do you think now so let's put a name to that that dollar amount right, right. Minshew <laughs> Claypool think, Ryan for Minshew or, or Claypool for Matt Ryan and Gardner Minshew yeah I yeah. think that's when he traded the fab to get Minshew off waivers because some little tyrant decided to put him on waivers for yeah <laughs> yeah which didn't make my job easy but yeah that uh, um, so yeah so Claypool or Matty Ice and Minshew for the situation I'll take I'll take Minshew I think Claypool, Claypool's irrelevant. Minshew might somehow get a starting job next year if someone yep. decides he's good enough. Uh, so yeah, I would take him. I would take him. Dan, I, I get it. I mean, it, it, the way it played out now, I mean, calculated chaos is in the championship now because of it. So <laughs> right, yeah, really him. But I mean, overall, long term, I probably still want Claypool. I guess just. I do like his talent. I don't really like the situation with Fields, but hopefully maybe something changes next year. Overall, long term, I like the Claypool side. For right now, definitely a good play for Chaos to get that. That's fair. Um, if it was Minshew, I think I'd go Minshew just because I can see him actually being a starter somewhere next year. Like He's better than, you know, I think a lot of the quarterbacks that are starting somewhere. So, like... Davis Mills or Minshew, it's Minshew. Uh, you know, kind of guys like that that are on their way out the door or whatever. But, um, but all right. Um, and last one, we had Geno Smith and Aaron Jones for Russ Wilson and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, Russ, give me that. It's so lateral. Um, I want Geno's side, actually. But I like Ayuk better than Jones. But Gino won the quarterback battle at Seattle. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that, too. I like Ayuk a lot. Do you really think Gino's going to be good going next year? I didn't think he'd be good going into this year. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like I, I, I just have a, kinda, time, I have a hard time buying into him again. I kept thinking he'd be coming down to earth all year. It just hasn't happened. Um, I think he's got the league's highest completion rate, like 70% or something like that. He's yeah. uh, absolute stunned. I've been doing it without Lockett, too. And, you know, really, uh, not, not really. It sounds so weird to, like, for him to suddenly just become, like, good. What what did he do? Yeah. Seven in the year. Just got a chance to start. You know, like, everyone, everybody got drafted by who? The Jets or the Bills when they were shitty? Jets. Where they, you know, had McDermott and. And then he kind of bounced around us, you know, backup jobs where, you know, they had a solidified starter. And, um, you know, if I'm drafting, I'm probably drafting Russ Wilson over Gino. But, you know, if you need a win this week, 
what side are you taking? Let's put it that way. You're in the finals right now. Do you want Gino and Jones or Russ and Ayuk? If I'm in the finals, I'm probably going Gino and Jones. Yep, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I really wouldn't. I would rather rather just swap Gino and Russ because I don't think I'd want Jones over Ayuk in in any scenario. I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, but yeah, that's an interesting trade. It'll be one of those, you know, probably look back on the year and somebody's going to regret it. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of the trades. Um, a little long here. There's a couple more things I wanted to talk about, but I got to hop off. I got a uh, appointment coming up here. Um, but is there any other last minute stuff you guys, either you two want to bring out or talk about real quick? Not really. I just hope I win all seven of my championships and the other people are sad and angry. Yeah, unless, <laughs> me too, unless they're against me. I'm not playing. <laughs> For some yep. reason, leagues, I'm good. Your your teams are not. And at least you're good. Yep. And my teams are not, so. Yeah. We're doing each yeah. other. Yeah, out of like 60-some leagues, probably 20 are best ball. Um, and then out of like the 40, I'd say probably like 50, to 20 of them were drafted like last year or the year before and probably about half of them I just knew going into the year like hey these are I'm just gonna I'm never leaving non-point scoring season they're just refielders you know um, so all in all it's around like probably 50% made the playoffs so in my eyes like if I'm in 20 leagues and even 30% make the playoffs that's a, usually a pretty good year so um, all in all did, did pretty good so can't complain Yo, I'm coming for the the trade addicts one and five next year. Though my rebuilds, my year one tanks are coming together. Oh, Let's those are it. my two championship game ones. So come on, baby. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna be good next year. It's a tight one because trade addicts one. It's like you know after a midpoint, you know when all the buys hit and stuff, um, or started hitting. You kind of there was like a top three, four teams that were just at the top, top, and then you know it was like a bottom section, and then there was like the guys. Eh, I guess a lot of leagues were like that, but you know guys fighting for that fifth and sixth seed. Um, yeah. But I would say probably more so in like trade addicts one, and I would say probably like one in five compared to the other three that were like that. Yeah, because it was trade addicts three was probably the closest with uh, contending teams. Is Jan, you're in most of them too. Are you in all? You're in all. Oh, I'm in all of them. So, I would say like Trade Addicts Five was probably the closest, like the hardest to get into the playoffs because there was just a lot of, you know, contending teams in there, stacked rosters and stuff. So, and they're pretty good. But, um, but yeah, thanks for. Uh, if you guys got nothing else, I'll wrap this up. Um, thanks right. for. Uh, yeah, yeah thanks for thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll get you on again and scoop your slowing down at work. So yeah, so we'll, uh, sure. have a bunch more of these coming out. So got right. Jam Mania, got Scooby Doo. I'm uh, Philly was without on Sleeper Twitter. Appreciate everyone listening. To episode 31 of Dynasty Dashboard. Peace out, fellas. Good yeah. luck. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year.